Hi pals, this is Blaine Hill coming to you from my backyard and for the Lake Murray Presbyterian Church and the Simply Stated Podcast Network. Been a little silly punchy, feel punchy today, I guess. Uh, I am glad to be with you. It is a beautiful afternoon here on December the, the 3rd, 2020. And uh, I want to talk to you about why I plan to take the COVID vaccine this year. And by extension, I want to encourage you to consider taking the vaccine as well. Um, so, the hey, Patty Joe is on. I always count on you. It's so good to see you this afternoon. Going to talk about the COVID vaccine. So, here, here's the thing I want to say. I, I'm going to talk to my doctor first. I'm going to go and say, hey, doc, uh, should I take the COVID vaccine? When it, when it becomes available. And then I'll listen to him and make it, I'll make my decision based on what he has to say. You know, if my doctor, and, and I say that fully confident that my doctor is going to say, yeah, take the vaccine, Blaine, when it becomes available. Uh, but for some of you, that, that's a more complicated question. Uh, some people have an, a compromised immune system. Uh, I know if a person's taking chemotherapy or radiation therapy and with some diseases, you need to consider that question very different, differently. But thank God I don't, I don't suffer from those diseases. I'm basically undeservedly healthy as a horse. And so uh, I expect when I ask my doctor, should I take the vaccine? He's going to say, uh, yeah, you should take it. Now, you, what I mean by that is you should talk to your doctor first. What I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to talk about why I plan to take the vaccine. So assuming my doctor says... You should take the vaccine, Wayne. I plan to take it. Uh, and uh, so I can't make a medical decision, but I can offer insight from Scripture and let you know why I'm going to take the vaccine based on Scripture. And there are really two reasons. One is I believe we're called to be selfless for other people uh, as disciples of Jesus Christ. And what I'm thinking there, taking a vaccine, there's some risk. I don't think it's very much. But even if it's not insignificant. Uh, say I, I could risk, you know, being out for a week. Uh, I still think I, I, I'd like to think I would elect to take the vaccine. Um, and here's the reason why. Is that better? Do we? I lost you for a second, gang. Got closer to the house. Just give me a second to reposition here. Goodness, that's that's pretty bright on you. Is that better? Getting any better? Getting a little better. Okay, that seems more visible. I'll get it straight. Hey, gang, sorry about that. So, take the vaccine. Basically, is a way to love my neighbor. This is from the Apostle Paul, the second chapter of the book of Philippians, letter to the Philippians. And he says, each of you should look not only to your own interests. And let me say first, one of the reasons I'm going to take this vaccine is because I think it'll keep me from getting sick and I'll be able to go out and go to a restaurant with a bunch of my friends and have people over to my house. So I don't want you to think I'm perfectly virtuous. Like, I want that vaccine so I can go do the stuff I want to do, to be honest. But that's not all. Each of you should look not only to your own interests. That little rant was my interest. But also to the interests of others. So as I think about taking this vaccine, and I, I, I think, okay, maybe there is some risk. I mean, you know, you're going to take a sharp needle and jam it in my arm. Twice, I think, is how it works. Um, there's always some risk, right? Anything. You know, there's a risk walking out my front door. There's a risk of me, you know, a health risk of all those french fries I've been eating all my life. So there's some risk. But I need to think about other people. 
And by, as a relatively healthy person, getting vaccinated, I contribute to the health of the whole of society. And, and for me, I think about if I'm vaccinate, vaccinated, vaccinated, then I can visit with people in, t- I can visit with people in a nursing home. I can go visit with a family. If they come to worship with us, I, I can go to their house and say, hey, thanks for coming. And not be concerned that I'm carrying uh, a, a pathogen that could um, be very dangerous to them. So uh, that's part of my thinking. And what I hope you'll think about as you consider this vaccine in the coming months, uh, that you will take it for your own interest. But, but as Christians, we're going to do that as people. As Christians, we should also consider the interests of others. And then Paul goes on after he says consider the interest of others. He says your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. And he, he re, then we have one of the most beautiful passages in Scripture talking about Jesus, who being in the very nature of God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but something, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. See, that's what Jesus did. He, did, he didn't think of himself, he thought of us and became our neighbors. And being formed in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death. You know, we're becoming obedient to, to a shot. And even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and on under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. So that's reason one. I'll be taking the vaccine, and I hope you'll speak with your doctor and consider it, uh, is so that we will consider others' interests. Now, there's another reason I think as Christians we should uh, talk with our doctor and, and take the vaccine when it's available, and it has to do with the truth and the law, a lie. The, the blunt reality is there is this weird uh, movement against vaccination, uh, and it is based in a lie. Uh, and, and I could spool off, go find, spool off the details of the bad scientific case and all that, but I'm going to spare you that. If you're interested in that, we could talk about it. But, but the bottom of it is that um, the case against vaccines as a, as a class is based on a lie. And as Christians, we are compelled to stand for the truth. And I can think of two places in Scripture, here two obvious places in Scripture that indicate that. The first is in the Ten Commandments. One of the commandments is do not bear false witness. What that meant is, you know, if you're called into a court and somebody's accused of something, and you, unless you know you do it, they, they're guilty. You don't say they, they are guilty. Uh, that's the obvious application of it. But of course, there's other applications. That, that implies that we should tell the truth. Don't lie is basically uh, the, the, that's how we teach kids that commandment in Sunday school. They don't know about court cases yet, so we simplify it for them. I bet you if you look at a child's Bible and it summarizes the Ten Commandments, it's going to say, don't lie. Um, so, as people who are who follow the living God, um, the God of who, who called Moses, we should stand for the truth. And we may not... Um, you know, maybe we're frightened by taking a vaccine. Maybe you just don't like shots. Like some people I know, it's hard. And, uh, you know, I want to encourage you to be brave. But we don't, we don't base our life 
on a lie. And we stand for the truth. And that's the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he is the son of God who gave his life on the cross and was raised from the dead. Um, but we stand for truth as it's true. Um, we're, we're called to do that. And by um, accepting the, the scientific evidence of a vaccine, we're standing for the truth. Let me give you one more verse based on that. I, maybe we don't need it, but a simple one, again, from Paul and Colossians. He says, do not lie to each other. That's a pretty straightforward command, right? The flip side of that command is live by the truth. But he goes on to say more, and I think this is worth paying attention to. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge, in the image of its creator. And then he goes, so, so Paul moves from don't lie to each other because in Jesus Christ, we're not our old self, the self that used to lie and deceive and trick. No, no, we're, we're part of the new person that Jesus is making us into. And so we tell the truth. Uh, and we stand in opposition to lying. And then he goes on to, to, it, 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 to say, here, that is in the new self, in the kingdom of God, there's no Greek or Jew, no circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. Now, Paul, you mean, Paul always wants to talk about Jesus, and that's what he's doing here. But I think it's important to notice that he starts with something very practical. Don't lie to each other. Flip side, tell the truth to each other. Stand on the truth. And uh, because we live in this new world that Jesus Christ has begun in his resurrection. So as people who believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we're to stand for the truth. We're to tell the truth about what time it is. You know, about two plus two equal four, about um, the scientific truth of the world as we understand it, and of course the the foundational truth of Jesus Christ. So those are kind of two reasons that I plan on taking this vaccine when it becomes available. Uh, one is to love my neighbor, and I guess I fessed up for my own interest too. Uh, but one is to care for the other people, to consider their interests. And the second is, I think it's important that we stand for the truth as disciples of Jesus, uh, whatever that truth might be. So I hope that's some help to you, or at least made you think. Um, and and uh, maybe it was challenging, maybe it was encouraging, I don't know. Uh, I would uh, ask that, um, you know, if you, you want to, share this uh, on here on Facebook, or it'll be on YouTube later. I would really encourage you to um, to share it. Uh, it, w it, w it helps in the promoting the church, frankly. But also, I think this is a message that's going to be important uh, for Christians to hear. And maybe it's important for people who aren't Christians to hear that we want to stand for the truth, whatever it is. And we want to care for our neighbor. So it has good, been good to be with you. We've got a bunch of people. Ken's there. And I see Hillary and Neva and Linda and Donna and uh, Wilma, too. Uh, Meredith was there, Mary and Elaine and Betty Jo. It's so good to see you here on Facebook Live, and I, I hope other people will enjoy this and be, be encouraged by it later on. Things that are happening at Lake Murray Presbyterian Church this week. We're having a teen and tween gift drive this Saturday. I think it's between 8.30, better come at 9, 
and 11. Now it's drive-through. Usually we have a big pancake breakfast. We're not doing that this year, obviously. Uh, real bummer. But we are going to drop off um, uh, gifts uh, at the church, and we're going to Santa's going to be there, and we're going to give out donuts. So um, be sure to bring a gift for uh, a teenager or that age group that's not quite teenagers, but they're not kids anymore, the tweens. Uh, and that'll go up to Thornwell Children's Home and um, be uh, be given to those kids who uh, aren't with their family. You know, that's hard at Christmas time. Other thing to think about, uh, Presbyterian women are selling pecans. If you like, they're selling pecans. Don't, don't It's not a doctrinal issue, but they're selling pecans after church, uh, and you should get some. Uh, I got a bag last week, and the candied ones, they're out of this world. Uh, last thing, Christmas Eve services. Uh, so what are we doing for Christmas Eve this year? Uh, at 5 o'clock, we're going to have a drive-in service uh, in the parking lot of the church. Uh, and there's going to be a nativity scene with kids. I don't know all the details about that yet, but 5 o'clock at the church. And uh, then 7 o'clock, we'll be in the sanctuary. Masks, socially distanced, all that stuff, of course. And then we'll be streaming it all, so um, you can be there one way or another. And with that, um, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we are glad that you are a God of truth. And that you are God who considered our needs above uh, your rights. And that you sent your son Jesus. And Jesus, that you didn't hold on to the glory of heaven, but considered what we needed and came to us. We're grateful for that. And we pray that we would live that way as well. We do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, uh, it's been good to be with you. And uh, I hope to see you soon one way or another. Bye-bye.